Hello, hello, hello. Uh, my name is Sean Dip, and um, my birthday's coming up. I am turning 26 years old, and it got me thinking about birthdays overall. And I'm curious how you guys feel about it. Are birthdays overrated, underrated, and how do we feel about them? Personally, I feel very weird about it <laughs> and it's weird especially as i reflect on my perspective of it when i was younger relative to how i feel about it now when i was younger i was like oh my god it's my birthday and i get so hyped about it especially because my parents threw the dopest birthday parties ever shout out to my parents uh, who put so much time energy and effort into making that day special for me along with my family as well it's definitely a collective effort my grandma would be making the food nights in advance um we would host a party at my aunt's house where there would also be a jumper and a pinata and cakes the whole thing one of the birthdays that really stood out to me was uh when we had a Yu-Gi-Oh themed party and i didn't expect this at the time but my dad bought this whole pack of booster packs uh so booster packs are basically like um <laughs> these packs i keep using the word packs uh these packs where you get seven random Yu-Gi-Oh cards and you don't know which one you're gonna get and maybe you get a good one and sometimes you get some bad ones but that's part of the experience as well it's the surprise it's the mystery you don't know what you're gonna get but my dad bought a bunch of these different booster packs and basically gave him uh to me and my friends and we lost our shit i mean I was, as you can tell, super into Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, all those games, and I had a really, really good time. It's so much to the point where it's so still very memorable to me now, years later, and I'm talking about it. Uh, but now, now that I'm in my 20s, uh, I don't really care for celebrating it. If anything, I feel it's like a little bit of a, bur a burden uh, to plan some of the stuff, just like, ugh another thing on the to-do list and then you know like what if i plan something and then nobody shows up you know and then i started to feel insecure about myself uh but on top of that especially when i'm by myself i get this depressing thought that damn i'm like one step closer to death like damn god stop reminding me i heard you like the last 25 years you don't got to tell me again but it really did, you know, it really, like, birthday really get me reflective about my life. It's like I'm getting a quarter-life crisis every three months these days. Like, fuck me. But, you know, my skin's breaking out. Jesus ain't answering, ain't, ain't answering any of my prayers. Uh, jobs can get challenging. Um, friends getting married. They're buying homes. And, like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? out here trying to get validation from strangers who may or may not even listen to this podcast episode. So I know I've hit rock bottom when I go to Panda Express more for the fortune cookie than the food. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the food is great. It makes me comfortable. It makes me feel good. But I'm more excited about the fortune cookie in anticipation of some good news. But what's worse is when I open this fortune cookie and there's no fortune in there. It's just a cookie. Like you're telling me I have no fortune? Come on, like Panda Express, you're just kicking me when I'm down, right when I needed you. So when fortune cookies aren't working for me, this is when I get on my knees 
close my eyes and I pray, God, please give me a sign of hope. Give me something to look forward to. I just want to feel optimistic about my future. I open my eyes, I look up at the stars, and I say, you know what? I'll give astrology a try. And you know, when I'm reading through all the bad stuff about me, I mean, how can I believe it? How can I believe in astrology? But then when I read the good stuff, I'm like, hmm, maybe there is something here. Tell me more about how great I am as a person. Okay, okay, I'll bite, I'll bite, I'll bite. Then I came across this one article from Malir, which is a women's magazine focused on beauty. Clearly, I'm the right target demographic. But this is when I knew there was something in astrology. And it read, Take a hot bath. Spend some time with the sex toy. And tap into your creative side. Break out the bubbly. Because Scorpio season begins on Sunday, October 23rd. Happy solar return, you sexy, mysterious, creative, and sometimes jealous, beautiful creature. <laughs> I mean, after reading all that, I mean, come on, how could you not buy into astrology? And for those who are more curious about it, if your birthday falls between October 23rd to November 21st, then congratulations, you're a Scorpio. And here are more things to know about Scorpios. Life is a game of chess. This doesn't mean their intentions are necessarily nefarious. Scorpios simply know what they want and aren't afraid to work hard and play the long game to get it. I, I mean, this feels really true to me. I mean, I, ha I had to pledge four years as a friend before my girlfriend promoted me to boyfriend status. It took some time, but we got there. I guess nice guys do finish eventually. Like we were nearly last, I guess. I mean, I was the last one, but we here four years later, actually coming up on our four year anniversary. But nonetheless, I digress. Here's another thing. Scorpio is a side most closely associated with sex. Pause. If you know me at all, I am definitely not associated with this at all. I don't think anyone has ever told me that. So we're going to have to pass on this one. I don't know for you other Scorpios out there, but this one I cannot quite relate to. But here's another one. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, a planet that governs both destruction and transformation. Tell me more. On a good day, they're ambitious and enticing. Best when intrinsic intensity is applied to deep, soulful connections with friends and lovers. I actually agree with this. I uh, This is also what inspired the podcast. I wanted to build more meaningful relationships with other people. But on a bad day, desire for control, if controlled by egos, can lead to danger of poisoning self. 
yeah, I mean, astrology is definitely bullshit. We, we, we don't need that negative energy in my life. Get the fuck out of here. No, but just kidding. Though. I mean, like, I, uh, I don't know if, like, control is the right way to frame it. And maybe this is a part of me just being defensive about bad things that are being said about me. But, I mean, overall, I guess, like, the, the statement about governing both destruction and transformation. Yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, I can find it somewhat relatable, you know? Like, there's these two different sides to me, the yin and yang, if you will. Uh, it also reminds me a lot about Drake. Um, and the music he makes and, and the reason why I think about Drake is because not to brag or anything but he shares the same birthday as me like even in a single album or the same album he can have one song that goes hard and is driven by this bravado of being the goat and then another song where he's a heartbroken simp like that is range that is range for example in Take Care one of his songs, Headlines. Too strong out of compliments, overdose on confidence, starting not to give a fucking stop, fearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Faded way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And then he goes into the simpiest song of all time, Marvin's Room. Hello? Yeah, I just walked in. Yeah, I'm good. You still working? Tonight, right now? And then the uh, phone conversation continues. And then it goes into cups of the rose. Bitches in my old phone. I should call one and go home. I've been in this club too long. The woman that I would try is happy with a good guy. But I've been drinking so much. I'ma call her anyway, say fuck that chica that you love so bad. I know you still think about the times we had. I say fuck that chica that you think you found. And since you pick, I know he's not around. Find oh. <laughs> me damn years later and I still Love these songs. You know, another person who is also a Scorpio is Seth MacFarlane. I don't know if you know this, but in Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane is a voice actor for Stewie, Brian, Peter, and Quagmire. I did not fucking know that. Ooh, you got some pie, eh? Can I have a piece? Uh, sure. Ooh, let me have some of that cool whip. What you say? You can't have a pie without cool whip. Cool whip? Cool whip, yeah. You mean cool whip? Yeah, cool whip. All right, now we're just kind of riffing and fucking around. <laughs> One character that I think is funny is uh, Herbert the Pervert. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what this says about me. Uh, in attempting his uh, some of his lines but i i just find it funny uh things like sweet jesus hey there chris want a popsicle stick hmm what's going on in my pants looks like we've got six more weeks of winter boys boys we can settle this like reasonable and sexy teenagers. 
Whoever can swallow the most Tylenol PM wins. Hmm. Bring your fat space ass back here. Get your fat ass over here. Sweet Jesus. Um, another character that I liked is uh, Quagmire. And, and again, Seth, which is crazy because Seth MacFarlane voices Quagmire as well. Um, yeah, fucking Seth MacFarlane, you talented bastard. Giggity, giggity, all right. Here are some of my top pickup lines. Pardon me, are you a screamer or a moaner? I lost my phone number. Can I have yours? Giggity, giggity, all right. You look like my next girlfriend. Nice dress. Can I talk you out of it? Can I borrow your library card? I want to check you out. Oh yeah, I look good on you. Nice pants. Can I test the zipper? <laughs> uh, and here is Kermit the Frog in the scene Taken. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, That'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Hopefully that was somewhat entertaining. But those are my stabs at those scenes. And on it, I mean, after attempting it, man, do I have a greater appreciation for Family Guy and Seth MacFarlane. I mean, he is so talented. And Seth, you know, if you happen to stumble across this podcast, hit me up. You know, if you need a voice actor or something, like I'm, I'm down to be like Asian guy number six. And also, it, ditto to you, Drake. You know, if you happen to hear this pod, you know. Holla at your boy if you're trying to collaborate on a song. <laughs> but I mean, in all seriousness, I uh, created this specific episode, podcast episode, just because I did want to embrace some more of my creative side. I wanted to try some new things out. Uh, so I appreciate it if you've uh, made it this far into the podcast. Uh, I think I know earlier I mentioned about how like I feel felt weird about my birthday and i think a part of that is because i'm just learning how to celebrate myself like it feels weird to me to be like i don't know like having this day like about me um and maybe i just maybe that's an underlying thing uh, like the underlying thing is that i struggle to love myself um but i'm learning but I'm learning and I'm trying and perhaps uh, by learning how to love myself, I can be better at loving others. <laughs> you know, the cliche, live, laugh, love. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to more life though. You know, and living each day without regret as if it were our last. 
or better yet, as my dad would say, living each day as if every day is our birthday. If you got anything from this podcast, whether it was a laugh or some new perspective, please consider making a donation in the link below. It means a lot to me and goes a long way in supporting uh, this podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Much love to you all. Peace.